Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Maybe that can be the Easter egg with some weird individuals maybe, who listen. Maybe this is just how we start the show now. Oh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just roll with it. Mm. <laughs> right. I have mixed feelings. Roll. Hello, Achievers, and welcome to episode number 42 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business eye. That's the plural, right? Uh, my name's Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every week is... Sasha fucking black. Do I say I don't know if I sound awake yet? I, f- I feel like I'm still you a bit like. Sound like when you when we get on Zoom really early in the morning and you're a little bit husky because like you still have a bit of sleep hangover. Yeah, this is this is the first thing we're both doing in the morning, pretty much. I think I maybe. Also, I, don't know I find that. it I find it concerning that I know that about you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. You I don't know think too much. There's not much to more to uncover. Well, I don't know. Yes. But yeah, how's uh, how's Sasha Black been this week? Well, Sasha has been better this week. Um, She wrote lots of words and that always helps her sanity. Like I genuinely, 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 I mostly find that. (laughs) Oh, generally. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) We are writers. I, I mostly find that um, I my sanity is correlated to how many words I write. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I nearly called the cat Atlas. Grim, could you just not? I'm sorry. I just, ladies and gentlemen, stand by, please. Standing by. Let me go then, cat. Come on. <laughs> it's not the kids, it's the animals. Honestly, I swear. Um, yeah, so my week has been better because I have written more words and I beat my biggest ever record of words yesterday which is great and um Mm -hmm. like I don't know I I feel very uh weary with this whole lockdown nonsense and I'm just like do you ever get like when you're in a project and you literally like it's a genuine feeling that you really are not sure if you can make it to the end and then somehow like you do make it to the end like there is a point in every project where I'm like, I, I actually genuinely in my core don't know if I can finish this book. Interesting. Um, yeah. Hmm. And um, I feel like I'm there with with the, the lockdowns. Like I, I just genuinely don't know if I can do this. I just and, and of, of course, I'm going to have to because, you know, I can't stab Boris in the eye. So apparently that's illegal. So um, I think it's frowned upon. But is no, it it's illegal. So many people <laughs> hate him. So many people are pissed off. Like, and and all the other, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, also, I don't just know. side note, it really, really upsets me that just even having to say like Boris, Boris is like the name of our prime minister, Boris. Yeah. Boris. Let's call him Bojo. It's so much better. It's almost like beat blowjob, but like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a conversation I want to have with my prime minister. I'll well, be it's honest. It's about as good as I think, it, you know, I think he's a bit of a useless 
rag to be honest so whatever <laughs> anyway let's move swiftly on how was your week darling mm-hmm. also that's like a genuine question for me now to you because like I never see you anymore I know I no, never yeah, this, see you this week, I just don't know who you are no this week has been intense um yeah because uh I've I've had the kiddo for most of this week um juggling homeschooling with getting work done um genuinely have no idea how you've done it for so long um genuinely don't and I, yeah I'm just in a bit of a fog of like I'm in a bit of a mixed fog of like exhaustion but also positivity because I've I've done things this week and like formulated things. amazing things yeah I'll, yeah um and formulated like my path ahead and I found what I have discovered this week was that I've got about I don't know six or seven different projects I kind of could work on and I think we mentioned it last week or a couple of weeks ago about once you've made the decision it removes everything else mm-hmm. so I've mm-hmm. made a decision this week and I've actually started proactively doing some stuff towards one of the projects which is exciting and I now have the direction and my tablet's beautiful and it's helping me organize lots of things and getting just more on with it um and yeah we so this we'll jump straight into things that we've enjoyed because this was one of the things that I've enjoyed was yesterday um in my boot camp normally the boot camp runs on a Saturday for three hours over lunch and then four hours in the evening but because I needed to catch up on a bit of work I basically just left it open all day for anyone to jump into and and get involved in and made a challenge for myself to write to have a 10,000 word day and ended up getting challenged by one of the boot campers to see who could write the most over the duration of the day and between us we accrued 27,000 words yeah, that's um, just two people. I just want just to just that. That me just and um, former great writer share guest Samantha Samantha Frost, um, and yeah, but I hit my own personal PB, which was fourteen and a half thousand words yesterday, which was helpful in catching up with <laughs> work that I hadn't done. So, yeah, that was my my thing that I enjoyed. But it was really nice because it's been we 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 did a Nano Remo boot camp. Uh, in November and obviously with that you have a lot more of like a community goal of all trying to like jump for that 50,000 word mark and since then people have been tricking away at their own projects and doing their own thing which is awesome that's the whole point of bootcamp we've just been doing it together um but having a bit more of like the challenge I guess yesterday was just it added a bit of a an interesting dynamic to it so that was a lot of fun okay so the thing I have enjoyed this week I also enjoyed yesterday's challenge which is why I'm saying you should repeat it um uh albeit not always on a weekend maybe um only because then I can't always join in uh but the other thing I have enjoyed because I better choose something different is uh, Meat Market by Juno Dawson now mm. I can't remember if I recommended Clean by Juno Dawson on this podcast or my podcast but I definitely think I recommended Clean at some point anyway so I read Clean before Christmas and this is the second one in her London trilogy uh but that they're completely different characters. So this book is about a young 16 year old, 17 year old girl who gets talent scouted and she becomes a model. And it's like a really stark look at the modeling industry and what it's really like. And Juno pulls no punches. And yes, it's a YA book, but mm. like she's, I don't know, like it, it's, re- it's, it's dark, it's gritty. Um, I love Juno sass like or, like she writes really good sassy banterish characters this one is slightly less banterish than clean clean was about a 17 year old who had a drug addiction and went to rehab 
this one is about a model um and yeah I, and it's won a bunch of like ya awards as well and <clears throat> it's uh extremely bingeable and i'm finding it very hard not to just spend the rest of today reading it to be honest just so i can get through it because i want to find out what happens um, you've yeah. been slamming books i have i think that's my eighth book and um, this Jesus month Christ. and i will probably finish my ninth book when i cook later on because that one's an audio book that's my only audio book this month i think i think mm. no maybe i i think i had one that i finished earlier in the month anyway i only, re I only read about one or two audio books and that's most of the books i read are, are paperbacks but yeah that will be my ninth book i don't i think some of them were short though to be fair um and you have to remember i don't i that is what i do in the evening so that's why i get through books i don't know i i, I don't do a dan and 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 uh uh you know work all evenings just for people watching on the video i'm having a lot of interruptions from my parents who don't realize that when my door's shut i'm working <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're fine they're gone they've left <clears throat> okay yes cool um i'm totally thrown off now where am i so we've done things weekly we've confessional is weekly confessional? confessional yes weekly confessional or is it um so we've got comments we've got uh it's weekly confessional success okay so i my challenge was to write twenty thousand words of my ghostwriting project and start my social media rollout uh i've done that i've i think i've done 28,000, 29,000 words this week. And um, that's on top of homeschooling, Jesus. And my social media updates, like I've changed all my covers everywhere, like banners and things. I've, you know, plotted out what I'm doing. I've got new branding on my Instagram, which I'm rolling out. That seems to be going very, very successfully. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, and it feels good to finally be rolling that out, not only because that's part of our next level challenge that I put myself down for, but also it's just something that I've been wanting to do for about six months <laughs> and finally just give myself the time to go okay what's this going to look like how's this going to work but a big part of it has also been and this gets a bit more into sort of like the design side of stuff but I've only really in the last couple of months narrowed down my brand in terms of like colors and what I want visually to represent and you know that comes across with uh, my website it's coming across with the different posts and different things and yeah I've just uh, I've just I've just just made it happen we are we are a room full of interruptions today. Oh my god. This is <laughs> this is actually why we don't record on a weekend though. Like uh -huh. let's let's be real about this. Yeah. And uh both of us didn't have the chance to do that on Friday <laughs> and that was a mistake on our behalf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um so cool. This is real life, guys. This is the life of an author. You uh -huh. never get five minutes without an interaction. Literally. Uh Sasha will continue working on side characters. Mm. I did. I have written 7,720 words on that project this week, which is really good for me. I think Damn. like a good week for me normally is like 5K. So to have written 7,720 is excellent. Um, so I'm really pleased. Uh, next week, I can't write at that pace because I'm really nearing mm -hmm. the completion, I think. And so because I'm all over the place when I write, I really need to slow down and like read the chapters and see where there's duplication or where things are in the wrong place and start piecing it together um however i also am acutely aware i haven't worked on my challenge and um so i mean i don't know whether i am going to do I, I really need to do that next week but it just depends what happens but yeah we'll see anyway there we go yeah. smashed it smashed it 
So uh, I want to remind everyone about the Next Level Authors Challenge because we have, I think one week we've said we're going to basically do a summation episode of how people have gotten on next week because we've had a bunch of people on the Facebook group who have called out all the things they want to do, one that they wanted to achieve between when it was announced, I think at the beginning of December to mm -hmm. the end of January. Um, and I'm just going to shout the names of the people I've got on the list just to, you know, kick fire in your asses and make sure that you're doing what you're doing. So Meg Jolly, Kerry Hardisky, Holly Line, David Corkett, Faye Trask, Victoria Williams, Rianne Stephanie, Lucy Mitchell, Ida Duke, Casey Ryan, Caitlin Duncan, Renee Gallant, and Stephen Aitchinson. Uh, and there might be one or two more that I have missed, but get your asses in gear because you have one week remaining. And if there's still time, anyone who wants to, you know, make sure they're getting things done. Uh, the prize for the winners is one 30-minute coaching call with myself, one 30-minute consulting call with Sasha, and a runner-up will get a signed copy of The Anatomy of Pros. And just to um, clarify, that's one prize per person. Um, and also, I think while we're on the subject of next-level authoring and levelling up, I think we should probably make a nod to what is currently on our bellies. Mine's on my tits, so, you know. So we have merchandise we do but for listen for people listening who cannot see <laughs> i wonder if we can drop a photo in the show notes maybe mm, yeah find a way to do that yeah but it's um our i'm a next level author t-shirts are now available um and there'll be a load of extra designs for like mugs and things <laughs> like bags and pillows and loads of basically the, the whole cohort that red red bubble allow um but yeah we'll, we'll put that live and make sure there's a link for that in the show notes for anyone that wants to get involved and support their passion for being a next level author. Um, Patreon, we have a new patron. It's so exciting. exciting when this happens. It is exciting. Yeah, I'm we excited. literally message each other like, oh, another one, another one. Um, this week we have Nicole Kaya. So hi, Nicole, welcome to the clan. Uh, Nicole's one of my boot campers and she's just an all round awesome, amazing person. So thank yes, you for your support, is. Nicole. Yes, we really, really, really appreciate it, especially in this climate yes. because like, <laughs> I know it's difficult for every single person at every single level of life at the moment. So like double thank you, triple thank you, um, always double thank you. But, you know, like especially big. Um, I'm like dead on the inside. So like the fact that I'm trying to hug you digitally is a lot. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And uh, for people who are our patrons, if not yet, if you've not yet listened, we did our live Patreon Q&A last Monday um, and we've got another one next month. I can't remember the exact date, but all the details are on the Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Uh, comments from last week. Sasha Black, are you ready? Uh, well, I am in that uh, I put them in our Slack channel, but I'm not in that. My Slack was closed. OK, I'll stop. Uh, so the question <coughs> of last me, week yeah. was how are you in efficient <laughs> question mark ready <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is like apparently i'm inefficient with comments <laughs> that, the answer should have been yeah we're inefficient in preparing for the show like we, we, we are prepare so for the show, fucking inefficient but when we sit down to record we show. just get chatting for a long time yeah and, yeah it's fine <laughs> 
Um, so I think that there are a few more comments in the Facebook group, but when I did the comments, this was the comments that I had. So I've just got three here. So Edwin Downward says, my big issue uh, continues to be time management. I have set mm. time aside to get tasks done, but I struggle to make the best use of it when it arrives. Um, I definitely sympathize with that at times, uh, especially I would say when I'm overwhelmed, um, then I sit down and I just become like this big blob of inefficiency uh so kari says i have so many uh, goddamn side hustles i have trouble keeping all the plates spinning then mm. i get excited about something else and up goes another plate the goal this year <laughs> is to find a system i know who that sounds like uh, I, I have the goal this year is to find a system uh to manage my must-dos for my business and my love to's for my soul i love that oh, differentiation yes. Yes. Uh, and since I can't squish a few more hours into the day, why not? Uh, I need to find a way to uh, up my word count so I can maximize the time I do have. Uh, so, and Kalina says, my problem is my ADHD brain can't simply work on one thing at a time. So I'll have multiple projects going on at once, which of course slows me down. <clears throat> yeah, it kind of comes back a little bit to um, what I hear a lot from Zach Bohannon when he talks about his different projects is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the things that you love and trying to like get excited about stuff. And I think that's a real, like, I think that attitude a comes from a position of privilege in, in terms of being able to like pick the project you are working on, depending on like how far along your career that you are. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a good way to sort of differentiate once you get a bit further down the line. Um, okay. Question of the week. Oh, Here oh it comes. My, my gut just rolled with anxiety. Wow the power yeah. <laughs> um all right so the question is what single change what single change because i know what you're like one change one thing individual no multiples what single change had the biggest impact on your writing career uh i literally have no idea um <clears throat> I think it's a good one because this springs a little bit off of if you're inefficient last time, what was the efficient change that had a big impact on your writing journey? Did you want me to go first? Yeah, I well, no, because then you're going to talk and then I'm going to not have things, okay. thoughts in my head. I just need to be silent for a minute because this, this is not this is a this is hard because I don't know. Uh, yeah, you go first. Okay. Yeah. yeah sorry. First. I have so <clears throat> like the problem is, and I look look at me saying you go first and then talking immediately. So I can't <laughs> actually go first. The, the the where I'm at is that there are so many different ways I could answer this, and I and the the other problem is is that some of the things that I would answer this with I have already said before, mm -hmm. and then there's like I. And I don't know what, I mean, the obvious answer is publishing my first book, but that feels like a really limp answer. And I feel like I need to find something that I like stopped doing or did differently. Mm. And that's something that I am struggling with because I don't think I have ever done a massive change. I've just tweaked and iterated. Um, I, <clears throat> There is, <clears throat> excuse me, I think, I hear you say one thing. I, I heard you, I acknowledged you, and I ignored you. <laughs> it is either, right, 
it is, I would say it is either accepting my writing process, which I probably did mm. on this podcast, mm -hmm. because I have to say, since I accepted my writing process, writing books has gotten an awful lot easier. Or realizing how competitive I am, because mm. that has changed. <coughs> Pardon me. <laughs> that that has changed everything in such a good way because I know how it is such a driving force I can use it at every level of my business in order to push myself to do the stuff that needs to be done mm -hmm. and so I would say it was probably one of those and that doesn't feel like a very good answer well, I don't I know if it... I've gone at the right angle no but I think what it can do is you know if if there's not pre-realizing your competitiveness is a positive and accepting your process what it does highlight is that for some people it is a compounding of little things that just that, yes <clears throat> that um, is so true and for some people it's not necessarily just a monumental change triggers the result it's okay tweak tweak, tweak. like you said it's tiny things that have tweaked along the way okay so then here is a better answer for me um, it is the um, it is the acceptance and intentional learning. So I intentionally change every day. Every day I look at my processes. So yeah, I would say it is the the, the biggest change is me um, embracing change. I suppose mm -hmm. in that I know that I need in order to continually improve my business, I have to constantly look at what I've done, where I want to be, and you know, how I can improve my process along the way. And, and, and I think the biggest part of that, <clears throat> I've changed my mind again. <laughs> no, and I'll tell you why, because it's linked to what I just said. Mm -hmm. A really long time ago, I couldn't accept feedback. And lots of people think I can't accept feedback because I'm really boisterous and, and like gregarious, even though I'm like, when you know me, I'm very unconfident and like I don't really like I'm quite introverted in that I don't really get my energy from people even though when I'm in a room of people I can still command like a room anyway so because of that people were like oh she can't take feedback uh, and so people like rarely gave me feedback mm -hmm. and then um one day I realized that if I listen to feedback um and this happened in the students union I was in a, I was in the role as president and I had a 360 degree review and it fucking broke me because everyone was like oh you know uh or just like a bunch of stuff I, that I can't really remember but it had such a lasting impact on me that from that point forward all I ever did was accept feedback um and I was really open to it and in being open to feedback I have improved over and over and over and over and over again I've improved my writing I've improved my marketing I've improved my branding I've improved you know and I and sometimes I won't always listen to the feedback and that's fine because it's not in line with my values or my or, or my care my fucks whatever um, <laughs> you know but for for the most part I am really really open to feedback and I think that change in me, even though it happened before really I was interested in having a writing career I think that openness has had the biggest impact because 
we have so far to go with writing. Like I have developed so much in the last few years and yet there is still so far to go. And the only way I can continue to grow is if I continue to acknowledge and accept feedback. So there's my answer. I had to walk around the houses to get there. Yeah, I think we got like five along the way. I'm got there sorry, in the no, but you know, if you don't prepare question. me, yeah, yeah, and the thing is, if you don't prepare me, I'm going to have to talk it out to work out what it actually is. But I got there in the end. So that's my one change. Yeah. So in answering with one, you've given five. That's awesome. <laughs> no, no, it's really good as well, because I think it's accepting that this is and you know this word i am beginning to get sick of but it's very very applicable it is part of the journey it's part of the process and i think a lot of people feel like they're aiming towards a destination and the minute you feel like you're there is where you stop and the minute people give you feedback it fights against you feeling like you've achieved the end of you know whatever this is and i think yeah, whereas i don't feel like that anymore I used no i don't to. i am so past ever feeling like i'm done yeah all i all i see when i see feedback is an opportunity to make it better and mm. i just grab that and run with it whereas yeah like when i was like 18 i was like oh i'm shit i'm worthless because somebody said x y and z whereas now i'm like oh wicked now i know how to fix this problem or mm. you know and that is a real um and I probably was about 19 or 20. No, maybe I must have been older because I must have been in the student juniors. I must have been about 21 when I made that change, I reckon. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Um, yeah, so I think mine boils down to... Um, like the, so if there's one fundamental thing that I know that, you know, when I was pursuing full-time authorship and wanting to improve my craft and everything else, I you know, jumping back to, it would be 2016, maybe even 2015, um, working a full-time day job, father to like a two-year-old in a relationship that kept me very, very busy. Um, and realizing that if I wanted to be an author, I had to write, which, you know, is, you know, if you want to be a writer, write. Um, but the one thing that actually compounded and helped me make any progress was just the realization that I would have to find hours in my day and make sacrifices and the sacrifice I made as I've said on this podcast before is getting up early um and that's not <laughs> that's generally for my own journey the thing that made the biggest difference was forcing myself to have that extra half hour in the morning that extra hour in the morning depending on what it was and that allowed me to finish my first draft of a novel that allowed me to work on everything that I worked on with with Luke when we wrote our books together um it added hours to my day it showed me the value of because there's and I know I know I know this is not something for everyone and I know not everyone is a morning person um and you know people have their different ways of doing things this just worked so effectively for me because there was such a power in so pre-waking up early you spend your entire day going okay I've got my words to get in at lunchtime I've got my words to get in in the evening and for me it was a constant source of anxiety of I need to make sure I get this done. Otherwise I'm failing as an author. Whereas once I got up early, yeah, once I got up early in the morning, I'd get my words done and the rest of the day was bliss. It was so, so powerful knowing that, and because it was, I think it's more than just getting up early as well. I think it was the fact I was prioritizing myself um, because you go to your day job where you're working for someone else and everything that you do isn't for you. It's for someone else. And like you get paid for the things you do and you know, it's depending on whatever job you're doing. But for me, I felt like I was giving a lot to my day job, but I wasn't giving anything to myself. And in completing what I needed to, what I wanted to complete in the morning, 
it, it just, again, compounded and allowed me to write the books that I've written and get to the place where I am. And it's one thing that I, I come back to a lot because we live in a world in which most people will stay up late. Most people will choose to... I don't think that's true. Well, right. So what I mean is that I was going to bed at like nine o'clock because I was getting up at five. Whereas my housemates, um, wait, no, ignore that. My my ex was going to bed at like 11, 12 and then waking up like later, like seven, eight, nine. And, you know, I'm, I'm currently living back with my parents and they're on a schedule in which they go to bed at like 11, 12 and they don't wake up till like eight or nine. So there's always a constant pressure for me to feel like I need to stay up with other people. But at the same time, going to bed early powered me and it allowed me to get up early and then the getting up early was what worked with my day job. But what I find really interesting now is that even though I don't have to do that because I have I have the luxury of being a full-time author and my time is my own, there's still a constant pressure to be like, well, you're not getting up early enough. It's really strange. It's really strange. It's something I'm trying to like uh, <clears throat> come to peace with what my, 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 what my process is now um, because I do work well once I've gotten my heavy lifting done early. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest change for me was it was hard. It was grueling. Um, and for me, because I tried it before and if you get up early, say, you know, I, I used to, I could get up at seven, but I was getting up at half five, sometimes five o'clock. And for the first few days, it's hard because your body shouts at you and goes, what the hell is going on? And it wasn't until I'd read a few books and understood that, you know, it takes like three weeks minimum before your body actually starts getting used to what you're doing that you have to persevere and go through the slug of like dreary head and sleepy eyes and just kind of pushing through. Um, but yeah, for me, it, it turned out worth it in the end. And that was, that was the one thing that I can fundamentally say allowed me to get my stuff done. I think it's really interesting because I definitely had a lot of the similar uh, mindset, but I definitely did it at night. And, but for me, it was a reward for mm. getting through the shit mm. that was my day job and that and so it powered me through my day job in order to get to the bit that I wanted most in the, in my day whereas <clears throat> I think if I'd I mean and to be fair I did try for like three weeks or a month to do like the 5am thing and I just ended up having like four hours sleep a night mm. and it just did it just was not I am not a morning person I will never be a morning person I don't give a shit what how Rod says um, <laughs> there are some people who are not morning people and I am one of them and uh, you know and 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 that's the thing like at, and I know that because when I was at uni and you have the freedom to choose when you do your your sleeping I more or less became nocturnal but anyway um yeah well, you like, just give it, me an idea for a book so I'm writing that down it's the same um it's the same it's the same thing I was doing the same thing just in a different time frame you know I was using I was paying myself by you know staying up that bit later and to be fair it was grueling because I was tired after work and I did have to force myself to do it but I'm sure you had to force yourself up in the morning and at the end of yeah. the day you know it is just about this grit and grin and bear and and get on with it and finding what works for you because mornings are not going to work for everybody mm. and evenings are not going to work for everybody so you have to find what works um for you specifically a hundred percent yes awesome cool so um our question of the week to you is uh what single change had the biggest impact in your writing career how are we leveling up our author business this week 
knew you were going to ask that funnily enough well, yeah and because it's I every just... week that you ask that question i know so i have a, a problem i think i'm gonna have to do an either or i th i think because i have some other stuff i need to get done so i don't actually know what i'm going to work on this week so I'm going to say I'm going to write words and I'm not going to specify which project because I have three different things that I want that I need to work on. So I'm going to either, yeah, I'm going to write words, some words, or I will do audio stuff. So I'm going to write words or I'm going to do audio stuff. And I'm being really vague because I haven't done any thinking about what stuff I'm going to do next week. So I'm finding it really hard to say. And I don't want to say something that I'm then not going to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am. Um... Am I? OK, I will have written down because I've been basically with my new digital planner because I'm me and I can't really go any other way. I've been designing my own pages to be writing. So I've like, basically created my own morning and evening journal. I've created my own page, which is quarterly business goals. Um, I need to create some like review pages that I wanna do for things that I wanna track monthly. And the reason I'm making them myself is because I'm very, very specific about the things I know I wanna track that aren't, like they're, they're very, very individual to my business. Um, so what I want to do is finish up those pages so that it's basically ready to go because I've sketched out my quarterly goals in a notebook before that came, but I really want to cement what I'm aiming for each quarter because obviously you're meant to do them in December, but I've not really had a lot of time to sit down and make it happen. So I want to do that and then I can finally complete my Janet Murray um, content planner because a lot of that relies on you knowing <laughs> what you're doing over the next few months. And I know the projects I want to work on. And like I say, I've, I've picked one, um, which makes it a lot easier and got a cover for it this week. Uh, uh -huh. um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to finish. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to finish having templated those pages, finish the ghostwriting book and begun my social content planning the branding and everything's ready and done um i just need to be a bit more specific with what's happening over the next few months wicked i'm changing my i'm changing my accountability thing <gasps> so it's either working on audio or working on just creative, for next week yeah creative projects i just want to change the wording so like okay. creative because I've got a few things that um, I'm in a week where I'm making decisions and, and planning and changing directions slightly. So I don't, I, I want to make those, I want that, I don't want to be accountable for having to write words if I have to do thinking this week and mm. make plans and decisions. So um, working on, this is really hard. I don't want to be accountable for anything this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not really the purpose of this podcast. Yeah, I know. But I also know it's not like I know I'm going to work. I just need to think on what. Yeah. OK, what we'll do, have a think and then I'll update the show notes when they come out. OK, cool. Uh, and I, I will tell you, I, I tell you when I'll tell you, I'll tell you when I've done my Monday Facebook accountability group, because then I will have had the chance to think about what it is I need to do this week. OK. 
You just call so it for people listening, that'll be the day before this goes live. So yes, yeah, so it will, it will be, be updated. Yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, one final reminder, Next Level Author Challenge over on the Next Level Authors Facebook group. Get involved, make it happen, win cool prizes. We have t-shirts. This has been fun. Dan, out. <laughs> bye bye <laughs> Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. I have to agree. You could always use me gagging on espresso as the, um, uh, what's it called? Angel egg? Golden egg. Whatever it is. What? What? The angel egg. The golden egg. The Easter egg. Easter egg. That's it. I really thought it was a golden egg for a second. (laughs)